Prepared for Simpsons time. I'm going to talk about Itchy and Scratchy the movie. An episode that is about Itchy and Scratchy up to a point, but ends up being a lot more about uh, Homer learning how to discipline Bart uh, when in fact he is a very lenient disciplinarian, resulting in Bart going out of control and doing many, many naughty things. I don't know if it's because these season four episodes are too good or too zany or like they were still like so much happens in each episode. Um, but from show to show, you know, you see sort of like little unevennesses in the characters. Like the, the characters have not been as robustly developed as uh, they come to be very soon after, you know, like by season six, it's everything's very smooth. Um, or maybe it's just because like each episode is so jam packed that it's hard to keep track of what happened in which one. Um but I consider myself less an expert on uh, seasons three, four, and five than I am on, let's call it, the Frank Grimes era. You know, seasons six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I feel very solid on those. Um, which is funny because this is like the most beloved, uh, you know, by the most people um, as far as Simpsons uh, stages go. (sighs) But there's always more Simpsons to discover, right? Isn't that true? I loved uh, re-watching this. It was ridiculous in a lot of ways. It was... uh, an early look at the inner workings of Itchy and Scratchy. They didn't go as in-depth um, as in, say, Itchy and Scratchy and Marge when she actually meets the, uh, you know, the cartoon boss, Roger Myers. Uh, and that, of course, had already happened by this point. Uh, it is not nearly as in-depth as the uh, the day the violence died or Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie. Um, but it is itchy and scratchy centric up to a point as I said before um the the nascence of an itchy and scratchy movie um and this is like some 15 years before the Simpsons movie by the way 
sends ripples of delight through the kid community in Springfield. And of course, both Lisa and Bart really want to watch it. Um, and it affords us little glimpses into the animator's world when you see Kent Brockman reporting from the studio in Korea where all of the, you know, desk slaves are working at um, at the drawing boards with soldiers jabbing their backs. Very controversial scene that was, apparently. Um, and, you know, they get to have little digs in about this amazing groundbreaking movie being 53% new footage um you get to see the excellent trailer for the itchy and scratchy movie involving itchy doing many different things to scratchy's head including like playing around in his brain and like tearing it up in like confetti and um and one of those other one of the other things he does is just put rabbit ears behind his head i kind of think that's funny uh, and we also see Steamboat Itchy and um, the original Scratchy cartoon without Itchy. You know, all of these imitations of very early Disney cartoons and other early cartoons are very exciting to see. And we had not seen that in The Simpsons before that. Um, very, very cool. Uh, this was directed by Rich Moore, who ended up going with Matt Groening to Futurama and um, is responsible for so much just great animation directing where things fly through the air and, you know, you see very complex perspectives. And he also was the director of the movie Wreck-It Ralph, which is more of the same. Uh, and we see his genius in evidence in the great... Bart misbehaving scene where he bites the blade of the fan with grandpa's dentures and you see it you see the room swirling around very very awesome um and I would say more complicated than we had seen before on the Simpsons bit of animation We also see the future in the very last sequence of the episode. Um, we are expected to buy the futuristic storyline telling us that Bart really did become a justice of the Supreme Court because he was uh, denied the privilege of seeing the Itchy and Scratchy movie. And the only real futury reference, uh, you know, that, well, no, I mean, you see a hover car and you see people in like Star Trek like outfits in that sequence. But the only thing said that tells you it's the future is that they are selling Soylent Green in the movie theater and Homer wants one. Here comes the plot. The kids are left alone with Grandpa when 
Homer and Marge go to parent-teacher conferences. Uh, the argument they have in the car on the way over uh, about who's going to go to Lisa's teacher and who's going to go to Bart's teacher is the origin of the great line, USA, USA, you know, when Homer is so happy that he wants to celebrate winning the argument uh, that he turns the car headlights on and off and honks the horn and goes, USA, USA. Um, While Homer is showered with praises for having such a smart daughter in Lisa, uh, Mrs. Kerbopel says that, you know, conveys her extreme disappointment that Homer and Marge have not done a better job with Bart, um, you know, and along the way shows them all the horrible, dangerous toys that they've that has, have been confiscated from Bart, etc. Um, and she advises them to discipline Bart more. Uh, and then comes a very long run of several things Bart is doing uh, where he's being really bad. And Homer fails to discipline him every time. Um, starting with, you know, he's not punished for breaking grandpa's dentures. Um, and there's that weird little Looney Tunes-like bit where he looks at the dog and the dog turns into a pizza box. You know, that's very much like in Looney Tunes when two people are starving and they look at each other and, you know, in their imagination, the other person becomes a chicken leg or whatever. Um, but at the last moment before Bart, you know, says he's going to mend his ways, Homer busts into his room with some pizza. Uh, the punishment having been that he was not going to be given dinner that night. Um, all the things that Bart does are really horrible. He's really naughty. It reminds me of that episode of Louie when Never from his daughter's school comes over and Never immediately like rolls up the rug and throws it out the window. Um, at one point, Bart is seen hammering packets of mustard with a hammer and singing Jingle Bells to the rhythm that he's beating them. Um, and that's the one where Homer's about to punish him, but then he gets distracted by the ice cream truck. No punishment is doled out. Uh, Bart pulls up the carpet, the wall-to-wall -wall carpet, just, you know, while Homer's doing nothing, just, like, watching TV. And, uh... He's still not punished. And somehow, in the midst of all of this, there is space to talk about the Itchy and Scratchy movie. Um, which, as I said before, is very exciting to all the kids. I find it really interesting that Lisa loves Itchy and Scratchy so much. I mean, it is extremely violent. It's old-fashioned. It uh, perpetrates violence against animals. Um, but that's, I don't know, that's an aspect of Lisa's character that is very hip. You know, the fact that she really appreciates this um, cultural product that, you know, the rest of the cool, hip kids um, all around her really like. Uh, and she indeed goes to the movie after um, Bart is, you know, finally punished. 
and forbidden to go to the movie. She does go to the movie and, you know, you see her with all of her fangirl itchy and scratchy caps and foam fingers and all that. Um, so, what causes Bart to be punished at long last? Um, he does not watch Maggie and Maggie drives the car down the highway uh, along the way doing the obscene like Italian chin gesture um, to a motorist who first does it to her. <laughs> and she ends up crashing the car uh, into the Springfield prison and creating a hole in it and all of the convicts escape. <laughs> and that is the thing that's bad enough for Bart to actually be punished. And that's pretty bad, as transgressions go. I always wonder why Marge can drive and see that Maggie is driving, because I thought they only had one car. Uh, so that's kind of a hole in the plot. Oh, well. Sorry to be a total buzzkill by saying that. Uh, I love the line by Snake. <laughs> When he comes out and says, all right, time for a crime spree. Awesome. Uh, so, everyone loves Itchy and Scratchy, the movie, but Bart can never see it. Even when um, Marge and Lisa both argue with Homer and try to get him to reverse the punishment and let Bart see it. He does not relent. And ultimately, he's a good father because, uh, as discussed earlier in the episode, Bart becomes Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, just like Warren Berger. And uh, that is among the most far-fetched plot lines that's still like a real plot line and not a fantasy that we ever see in the entire series. Uh, this was written by John Swartzwelder. And... I feel like I have so much more to say about it, but there's not enough time. And so, the last thing I'll say is that it is very funny to me um, when Marge tells Bart, Bart, stop being confident. <laughs> It's such a throwaway line, and to me, just extremely uh, quirky and a little dark. He's like, come on, you're not really going to punish me. You're going to relent and give me pizza in the middle of the night, or something like that. Marge goes, Bart, stop being confident. This has been Simpsons time. I appreciate you listening to Simpsons Time. The music is 
This book is a movie by Spoon. And this has been Simpsons Time Through the Debigulator. And I am Amanda Nazario. And the Simpsons do once in a while have two cars. And they do well before Marge gets her canyon arrow and all that happens. But I still think that I was right to wonder where that other car came from because that, you know, they don't always have two cars. They sometimes do. Simpsons time, for those of you who are uninitiated, comes from Nazario Scenario, which is my freeform music show, which I do once a week also on Give the Drummer Radio from WFMU. You can listen to that live every Thursday morning from 9 to noon. You can listen to the archives of it by going to wfmu.org slash playlists slash an. There's Simpsons time at the end, and there's music for the rest of it. So that's just FYI. You can follow me on Twitter at amnaz. That's A-M-N-A-Z-Z. What else? Eh, that's about enough for this week. But I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening. Bye.